This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast Branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. Like, I don't know amazing. how it's possible. But somehow know. it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. <laughs> no, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50. shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopracks.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> All right, let's get this show on the road. Winter is coming. Literally, it's, it's coming this Friday. Coming this Friday to a city near you, at least in Spokane. Uh, the Today is currently uh, October 19th. It's and, like 75 degrees out right now. Yeah, and according to you know the old weather app on the iPhone, uh, today's 72, tomorrow's Thursday, it's 69. Hey! hey! <laughs> and Friday, 51. <laughs> yeah. And then 47, and then 52. But the, the best part is, like, at night, it goes from, like, 39, 43, 40, 39, 35, 35, 34, 30, just... Yeah. Yeah. Straight from, like, sunny to all clouds and rain. Can you so. say winter's coming in hot? Because it's... Sure. Coming in with that hot, hot, cold. <laughs> the icy hot. Ooh, yeah. Icy hot. Yeah, it's like we have icy hot weather right now. We do. It's hot and it's it literally good. is. It's the it's the time of the year where your uh either your office or your your truck or car is basically a sweatshirt receptacle. Yeah. Because when you leave the house in the morning, 
It's like sweatshirt weather. Sweater weather. Oh, totally. 100%. Yeah. But then right about noon, sweatshirts, no way. Not even yeah. a chance. Yeah. They just end up in your car. And this you is the home. time of season where those uh, this is uh, where those uh, pants that are uh, designed to turn into shorts like that. This is the time of the year that those are made. They've been waiting. They've been waiting, and they wait for like literally like a one week window, like where those are okay. Those cargo pants, cargo shorts. Dudes. Do you ever have a pair of those? I had a pair of those. The cargo shorts the zip- or zipper pants. Well, the ones that zippered off into shorts. I couldn't do it. I'm pretty sure I zippered them off and I lost the bottom half, so they're just turned into I, uh, shorts. I always liked the idea of being able to like, oh, if I need to wear shorts, I can wear shorts. Boom. That's cool. You need to wear pants? I got them. I got I them on me. Pants. That's fine. Yeah. But then it, I took a minute, and it, maybe I've just been uh, an a hole from a young age, <laughs> but uh, I started. I, I was like, maybe I'm a zipper pants guy. And yeah. I'm literally having this conversation with myself, like middle school. Yeah. And then I started looking at the other kids that wore zipper pants. I was like, like no. <laughs> I'm not a zipper pants guy. Well, I and I had one pair, and uh, I'll tell you where where it went wrong. Is like when I was a younger kid, like I would you know be I had my BMX bike and my my skateboards, and what went wrong is when I fell one time in the zipper deal, mm-hmm. I landed right on my knee on that, and that was like the most painful thing I experienced at, at that point in my life. Oh yeah, it like, sucks. Yeah, well, it's like you know it's like kneeling on a pebble. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Something that really should not hurt. Oh, it hurts bad. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I realized that was not a... Uh, this is a time thing. of the year where I'm uh, stuffed up for about four months. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't get freed up till like, April. Yeah, I come on that same train right now. Yeah. Especially my... I got, you know, a kid in daycare, one in kindergarten, and my wife's a teacher. She teaches first grade, <laughs> yeah, so... Good luck. We're basically going to be sick for the next, like, five years. Yeah. Huh. I don't even have any kids. I don't even know where I get this shit from. <laughs> probably from me, from hanging yeah, out right probably, here. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. All right, well, let's get this episode in the way. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Todd from America's Diesel Podcast. Coming out from Spokane, Washington, where winter starts day after tomorrow. And you can check us out on any of the normal uh, podcast avenues, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find us there. Uh, make sure and check out our Instagram, our social medias. We do have a Facebook group. It's called America's Diesel Podcast, The Group. Um, you can also leave comments on the YouTube page. and Reviews, Tyler. Oh, yeah, let's keep those reviews coming in. We are moving up in the ranks, so we greatly appreciate it. All those all those downloads and reviews, just keep them coming in. Um, leave a review, five-star review only, on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned. 
Uh, screenshot that review. Send it to podcast at dsapowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send a decal to you that looks just like a logo on my hat. Shoo. In our background. <laughs> you seriously trying to hide that right now with a sneeze? You think that was a sneeze? Trying to hide that? Yeah. If you need parts for you to pick up, make sure and check out dsapowerproducts.com. Yeah. That's it. I'm not going to finish the ad. That's it. Good. Yeah. Uh, let me know your podcast listener. Let me know if you place orders. That's all I'm going to see on that one. And uh, we are doing a uh, Rate My Ride. Rate or uh, Rip. Rate or Rip. Maybe Rip. <laughs> we are capping it at 20 trucks. So by the time you read this, it may very well be capped already, but still send them in. Because if, if we get enough, maybe we'll do two episodes. I don't know. But as of right now, it's capped at 20. <clears throat> uh, send up to three pictures of your truck to Corey at dieselpowerproducts.com. Corey's our producer. Say hi, Corey. Hi, Corey. <laughs> gotcha on that one. Got him. Nobody says hi, Mom. No, no. Got you on that one. Not this time. Got me. She's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Must be an inside joke. <laughs> we'll explain it maybe this episode, maybe next <clears throat> one. I don't know. <laughs> Probably next episode. Is because it because she's dead? <laughs> oh, that's fucked, dude. <laughs> God. <laughs> It's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> but you can't see Core right now. He's <laughs> laughing harder than you. He's like level two. I'm like, is it because she's dead? And she's just like, yeah. She's just laughing. I'm like, Jesus, bro. So if you want to know the kind of humor that goes on around here, <laughs> that's the kind of humor. <laughs> You guys are rough. We're not good people. <laughs> all right. We're not good. <laughs> really good without diesel trucks and yeah. making jokes. Not good people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we are capping it at 20 trucks. <laughs> Send it to Corey, C O R Y, at dieselpowerproducts.com. Up to three pictures. Send us a mod list and a quick little blurb about your truck. And we are going to rate them on the episode. We're having you send them to Corey because we don't want to see the trucks until it's actually time to review them. Yeah. Okay, winter is coming. That's it. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good night. <laughs> no, I mean we uh, we do this every year. Almost. About when, we didn't do one last year. Are you sure? Or one of the years we didn't do one. Can't remember. Yeah. Oh, anyways, we try to do it every year. We do it every other year. Uh, we'll just give you advice and what we do to get our trucks ready for winter. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I got a little bit of list here. Um, a lot of this stuff we've all talked about beforehand, but it never hurts to reiterate. Because uh, I'll be honest, as as years have gone on, I have, I, I feel like I have my my uh, getting ready for winter routine pretty dialed in. As yeah. far as like me and my wife's truck, or like my my excursion and my wife's uh, Ford Escape. Yeah, and I think too, there's a lot of people that are moving from, especially areas like California, moving up to other areas that may not experience may not have experienced winter. Um, you know, especially like our Pacific Northwest winters that we get up here. Uh, it can be kind of brutal. Um, not necessarily like like a ton of snow, but just ice um, yeah. and uh, and just really low temperatures, uh, which can wreak havoc on, on some aspects of your truck if you're not ready for it. Uh, and there's nothing worse than, especially if you don't have a shop, um, but there's nothing worse than working on your truck uh, outside in the winter when it gets freaking dark at like 3 30 well and it's, <laughs> and at night and it, yeah or like if you're in your garage and it's <clears throat> insulated or heated 
It's still cold. It's yeah. it's still cold. Yeah. Um, I still to this day, uh, the two times I've done gears, it was never above thirty degrees in my garage. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that I mean, sucks. It, it does. It does. <clears throat> it does. So, um, I noticed the first thing on your little list there. Yeah, which I think is <clears throat> funny. So, I I bought my. I went through one winter with my truck already. My truck's twenty one Ram twenty five hundred Cummins, of course. And uh, look at the head on that. That's, that's a good horse. Yeah. Uh, Barry Juice of the day is no lie, born and raised. Spokane native, right there. Um. Anyways, <clears throat> last year, last year was pretty. I would say it was a pretty mild winter. It oh, it was totally. Um. And I, uh, when I got my truck, I, uh, I, I looked for my block heater, and I couldn't find it anywhere. My cord, and there's so much shit on these new trucks, especially where the uh, heating, uh, heating element actually goes into the block. You can't freaking see it from the wheel. Like you almost gotta like take shit apart to find mm-hmm. if it has a block here if you don't know where the cord is. And uh, in my infinite wisdom, I never Googled it or looked. I just kind of looked around where I think it would be, and I couldn't find the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't got one, I guess. Well, in my infinite wisdom, I finally today, after Ben said we're gonna do this episode today, I was like, I'm gonna actually Google search on where the block here cord is on these new trucks. Well, within about two minutes, I go out to my truck and I find my block here cord. <laughs> so I have a block here. So there's new news for me, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, but one thing with block here stuff, this is what my dad taught me uh, when he had his a uh, uh, diesel truck. Um, you don't just like plug that thing in when you get home at, you know, five, six o'clock at night and leave it plugged in all night. Um, those block heaters actually pull quite a bit of energy. Yeah. Uh, and you will see a difference in your electric bill. Oh, 100%. Uh, especially yeah. now with prices going up on everything. Um, it's something you want to uh, keep in mind. You really only need like maybe like an hour, hour and a half on the cord for it to really heat up. Well, it also um, depends on where you are as well. I mean, yeah, I get how like cold if, it is. if you're someone who lives like up in the Yukon. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Okay, but right. You, I get that. Obviously you're probably not, you probably know more about cold weather maintenance than we do. So yeah, if so, we're talking about like the Pacific Northwest, Montana, North Dakota, it, like places where it gets real cold. Yeah. But yeah. it's not like, it, right. Like tundra. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing my dad always taught me, he's, you know, plug your truck in, but put it on a timer. Yeah. So they make those timers that plug in to your outlet and then you plug your cord into it and then you could set it to go off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you wake up in the morning, um, maybe it goes on, you know, an hour, hour and a half before you get up. And by that time you go out to your truck, it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. And that way too, you're not just wasting, uh, you know, power keeping your, 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 and again, we get like, there are areas of, let's say like Montana and other places that, that get really, really cold. Um, and if you want to keep it plugged in, uh, you know, all night, just be aware of the fact that your electric bill will, will, uh, you'll, you'll see it. Yeah. Like on <laughs> our, paying we, for it. we have a, a, an app that, uh, so we can track our bills, yeah. like, our electric bill usage, like basically every week. Yeah. And I have our, I have mine on a timer and you can literally see the yeah. usage spike. Yeah. Like exactly on and off. Yeah. I've got a couple of those, uh, have you seen those wireless the controlled outlets. Have you seen those? That's where what you, I was going to talk about. Yeah. Where you plug them in and you could like turn it on and off with your phone. I, I can't remember if you could actually set a, a timer on them. So what, what uh, I have is a, so two things as far as timers go. One, um, like I mentioned before, if you're, if you need, or you're going to be getting an extension cord, 
and a timer. First things first, extension cord, get as heavy as you can. Yeah. Again, these things pull a ton yeah. from your house. Yeah, right? like you'll see uh, the cord yeah. will actually melt the snow. Totally, within like a foot radius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It blew my mind the first time I plugged my truck and I did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and spend the money once, buy once, cry once, you know, get yourself... Like, if you're parking in front of your garage, obviously you don't need to buy a 75-foot cord. Right. But spend the money to get, you know... If you're not spending at least $25 on an extension cord, yeah. you're probably not buying a thick enough one. You know, just err on the side of caution, get yep. a really big, thick one. Hey, oh. And it, it never thick hurts. Boy. Yeah, thick boy. Uh, personally, I like the extension cords that have that show a light when they're hooked up to power and that have yep. an actual button that holds it on. Personally, that's yeah. just me. Um, but as far as your timer goes... That is essentially the weak link between your cord and your house's outlet. Yeah. You need to find the out, the timer that has the biggest cord or the biggest wattage, you know, what's whatever is be able to use, you know, outdoors for generators. Something like yeah. I know, I'd be like dumb to have a generator plugged in, I get that, right? Right. But something that's like you, we're not talking about like a Christmas lights one. Right. You again, you need to spend, you know, 10, 15, get 20 a thick gauge one, yeah. Thick gauge one. Like, l- just go look at them and find the thickest one you can. Yeah. And if that one still theme- seems like it's not quite as thick as your extension cord, go somewhere else and find one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what brand it was that I got. Maybe I'll try to take a picture when I get home because I have to dig it out again. But I have one that's... Uh, I got one of those HDX, whatever. Home Depot brand ones? Yeah, the Home Depot brand, but it's a thicker. Yeah. This it's one-, one I use for my trailer, too, when I have to extend my trailer wiring mm-hmm. to out to the street um, but mine has a a wireless remote that you take inside and then you can program the remote so oh, that's cool i have one like not only can you have on and off but you can have two different times that are on and off and uh like i have mine come on every morning at i think it's like six o'clock yeah you know and so that means and i usually leave for work actually in the winter no i take that back i have mine set at five because in the winter i do have to leave early yeah. That's one of my other things on the list too. Leave early. Give yourself extra time. Things yeah. take longer in the winter. Um, but I usually try and leave my house, you know, seven thirty, seven forty five in the morning. So having it go off at five usually gets the job done. Yeah. Um I also actually when I go out to start the truck, um, I will leave it leave it plugged in for like that first, you know, I basically go out, start it, go in, get my coffee, get my lunch, and then come out. And I'm, if you're plugged in, you're pretty much it's good warm. to go. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll leave that in to help kind of get it warm. Uh, the only other time that I'll actually, it's one of the things on, on this list as well, as far as how long to let your truck warm up. There are folks out there that are like, you know, until the heater starts blowing hot. Well, if you sit there and let your truck idle for a long time, it might be a little long. Especially if you drive a 7.3, a cold-blooded 7.3. Yeah. Like, mm, um, I mean, some of these newer trucks, these newer trucks heat up pretty damn quick. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, my truck, I've got, you know, I'd say within about five ten minutes, she's she's blaring hot hot yeah. air. I mean, it's it's pretty quick. If you have a uh, like on my excursion, I have an edge insight, so I can actually read oil temperature. Um, <coughs> my rule of thumb that I use is if it is like actually really really cold outside, and I know that's been like freezing the whole time, um, I won't leave the parking spot until I'm at at least sixty degrees of oil temperature, and then depending on where I'm driving. I won't get on the freeway until I'm at least, you know, 80 to 100 degrees of, of oil temperature. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, you know, it, it might take three minutes for me to get up to, like, 60 degrees. Usually it's a little bit faster than that, but it might take a little bit of time. But once you start driving, that 60 to 100 happens real fast, obviously, because you're yeah. building cylinder temperature. And during that time, I'll kick it up to high idle and everything like that. Yeah. Um, 
But again, that's like, I'll get out, start the truck, clean the snow off. That takes a couple minutes. Yeah. So that basically gets you up to oil temperature. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just the main thing for me. Obviously, seven threes and six O's, Huey injection, oil is key. Um, so like you literally, like if you start driving your seven, three or six O before the oil is like thin enough, yeah. like your truck will run like shit. Oh yeah. Like literally it'll feel like you don't have any throttle because the oil just can't do what it needs to do. Yeah. Ah, windshield maintenance. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hate cleaning windshields off and shit. Especially I kind of like it. Of, oh, I hate it. I hate it. It's to me, it's a very and rewarding I ha- process. I hate it where there's like. If you let's say you uh, you show up like at home, right? Obviously at that time, if it's snowing, there's snow out. You you know everything's melting when it hits because everything's mm-hmm. warmed up, right? Let's say you forget to put your uh, block heater on, and that all that shit freezes. Like that is the worst. Yeah, I, I hate that. I hate it when my windshield wipers don't work good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll be out there, I'll have them running. And I got my window down, and I'm just waiting for that moment. Those wipers come up to my hand, and I grab it and slap it against the windshield, mm-hmm. like trying to break the ice off. Uh, honestly, a lot of times, if you got your block heater on, that kind of helps with that a ton. Like it, yeah. it just gets that heat going quick, and uh, helps defrost that super quick. Um, the Rain-X thing, you got Rain-X up there. So I'm, I'm very anal when it comes to windshield stuff. Obviously, so, you made yeah. this list. <laughs> so, what, for me to clean a windshield, I've I have a very pro, I have a process that I learned um, when I was working at a GM dealership, and I saw this guy doing, it and I was like, "You are insane." Yeah. But then I started looking at his windshield. I was like, "This guy has like the most crystal clear windshield yeah. <laughs> I've ever seen in my life." So, uh, first off, the cleaner you use, it's called Sprayway. Costco sells it. You can find it at O'Reilly's and stuff like that. But it's just the it comes in an aerosol can. And when you spray it, when it hits the windshield, it foams up. Yeah. Um, that is the best spray for cleaning windshields. I don't care what anybody says. That is the best. Um, the process I, go- I do is I do spray away, wipe it down, you know, with some good elbow grease with like a blue paper towel. And then I will do more spray away. And then I use quad ought steel wool. Sounds crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. But like, so that's like four zeros. Yeah. The finest steel wool you can buy. Don't use three. I thought you were going to put two. that like in your truck as far as like a survival method, like <laughs> using that to create a fire. No. I thought that's why that was up there. I clean, I clean the windshield with it. Have you ever lit steel wool? Yeah. With cool. like a battery? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's cool as shit. Uh, but I will. I will it's <laughs> I'll buy steel wool just to sit in my garage and just light it with a battery and just <laughs> watch it. <laughs> but you basically, it's the same idea as far as like clay barring your paint. Um, it's like a very, 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 very. Like get rid of uh, water spots. It helps a lot with water spots. Yeah, um, it will get rid of a lot of those uh, imperfections—not imperfections, but a lot of stuff that's kind of ground into the the windshield. Yeah, and clean it off there, uh, and then spray away one more time. And this time, you're going to put a lot of elbow grease into it. And when I mean that, you're basically buffing the windshield. Like you, it, you should be rubbing. Sounds like it. I need like an afternoon to do your windshield treatment here. <laughs> It doesn't take that long. <laughs> um, and then after that, I will uh, do you spray use, away again. Uh, no, I'll use Rain-X. And uh, most people don't uh, do Rain-X correctly. Um, Rain-X is like, it, it makes the windshield cloudy. And it's when you're supposed to like, okay, once it's cloudy, then you rub it off. Yeah. And that's the thing. You're basically putting a layer on the windshield. Yeah. You need to, you know, you need to put elbow grease into Rain-X and you are buffing the windshield basically yeah. until it is crystal clear. Um, and then of course new wiper blades, 
Um, I usually, you know, I, I, I replace wiper blades probably more than people should just because I'm anal about it. Yeah. Uh, but at least once a year, you know, and that one should last you to the rest, you know, through summer because obviously you don't use your wipers in summer a whole lot. Um, but, you know, get something that's, you know, don't cheap out, you know, $20 a blade, okay, yeah. $30 a blade, okay. Um, usually whatever Costco has on sale, that works too. They usually have, if you're in the area like up here in the Pacific Northwest, they sell winter rated windshield wipers that won't freeze on you. Yeah. Um, but getting those on there and that makes a huge difference as well. Cause if you can't see, you can't drive. Yeah. Or you could be like that guy that does this. Yeah. You get looking through like a <laughs> eight inch hole in the windshield. <laughs> yeah. <cleared> off. Yeah. <laughs> um, that actually brings me to, we're going to be going kind of out of, out of order on here, but like a windshield brush or an ice scraper. I like that. I like the Eagle claws. Eagle claws. Great. Um, the one thing that I like, I'm gonna sound lame when I mention this, but like, I had this brush that I didn't know for the longest time extended. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm, I'm driving these. You're large... talking getting rid of snow though, like right with snow, a brush. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what the best thing is? Have you seen those foam? It's just like a foam rectangle that's on a stick. Mm-hmm. That's what you get rid of the snow with. Because you use a brush, I mean, you could you could scratch your paint. You can, yeah. You scratch your paint. You gotta be careful. Like I, I've seen people like using like their shop broom that they sweep their floor with. No, oh, no way. Using yeah. that to get the snow off. I, I have used. I do have like my washing brush. I use that at home. Um, to like you know, yeah. it's a soft bristle. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I'll admit, I've used that a couple of times to get snow off. Um, just because it does extend and it's mm-hmm. and it's a soft bristle. Like and, I, and I'm not using it on my floor. <laughs> yeah. But don't use your freaking shop freaking sweep. You know, your shop brush to clean snow off your truck like that. You're just asking for a bunch of scratches. Yeah. And you're going to be devastated next time you go to wash that when the snow is gone. But the one of those scratches. Yeah. Um, yeah, make sure you have get those in your car. Get those ready. Uh, pro tip, like I mentioned before, having one at home in the garage and also one inside. Because yeah. we all know when you first open your door, all the freaking snow falls in. Yep. So having one to brush the door off before you open it. Yeah. Definitely a nice thing. Yeah. The other thing with opening doors, if it's an old vehicle, a lot of times your door seals have gotten old and they've dried out a little bit. Yeah. When they dry out and they kind of get wet, then they'll freeze and that's when you start getting the door. It's unlocked and you start yanking on the handle. The door won't come out or won't open because it's frozen. Yeah. A couple of tricks you can do there. Um, and if you don't know what to put on there, the best idea I can give you is if it gets cold outside... And you're thinking like like one year I sprayed uh like my interior detailer just yeah. it smelled good I had it and uh, I just sprayed on a rag and literally just wiped the the door jam seals yeah and I was like oh that's probably working pretty well you know it didn't stick and it smelled good and then I came out after a cold night and I found that it was like slushy <sighs> and I was like because I store it in the garage I was like well that's not gonna work anymore yeah so what I've tried to do is uh petroleum based products so like literally a little bit of Vaseline. Now, it sounds crazy, right? <laughs> but like, or anything like chapstick too. You know, multi-use. Like, get some of that on a rag. You don't have to like lather them up. Just Ooh, like a little bit on baby. there. It's just, just something to help break that seal between <laughs> that frozen metal and that frozen rubber. A little yeah. bit of petroleum on there, or oh, yeah. like Vaseline. Oh, yeah. If and honestly, if you really work on cars, you probably have Vaseline in your toolbox anyways, because it's great for holding on gaskets and, and ball bearings and stuff like that. Get a little Vaseline on yeah, there, you're all slippery. <laughs> uh, also, freaking uh, uh, floor mats. Yeah, get yourself some WeatherTechs. WeatherTechs. Protect your interior. Uh, if you got to have something ASAP, uh, Costco sells generic floor mats. They're not going to fit as well as you know Husky or WeatherTech. 
But get some floor mats in there. You'll be amazed how much that stuff, even if you just have winter floor mats, you know, get some shitty floor mats for the winter and make sure they have nice deep grooves in there so it catches all the water and all that kind of crap. Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll thank yourself, you know, when springtime comes around, you go for that first wash and you realize your floors aren't jacked. Yeah. Um, and we are going to circle back to fuel additive because I know everybody's thinking about that right now. Yeah. Um, tire pressure. Uh, in the winter, I do drop tire pressure. I jack it all the way up. You would. No, you don't. You got to hit that honey, baby. That's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I try to get it to 100%. And it just won't stop at 95. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> well, Mark was driving around with like fairly used tires. Like he didn't buy them used, but like his tires were like, yeah. towards the end. And he didn't like his tire lights. So he was driving around his, his 2,500 Leaf Springs long bed in the winter with like 70 PSI in the back. Because when yeah. his tire lights come out, I was like, Mark drop the pressure for the love of god well it was, what pressure. sucks is like even on my truck the tire pressure sensor it's set to 60 psi mm-hmm. so anything below 60 it kicks the light like i got one right now it's like right below 60 it's like five below 60 and mm-hmm. it's kicking the light on me and i'm just like how are you gonna change it yeah. <laughs> how are you gonna change it yeah there's no need but yeah right. dropping tire pressure this creates a larger contact patch uh for the tire on the road uh gives you a little bit more traction um, that, that definitely helps. I yeah, mean, it definitely helps. And we're, I, I would say, good rule of thumb there. Like, so on my excursion, I've got uh, like a almost a thirty-four inch tire on a sixteen-inch reel. And right now, for summertime, like for road tripping, I run, I think like sixty-five in the front, sixty in the back. Yeah. Um, I'll probably drop down to forty-five in the front. And maybe even like forty, possibly even thirty-five in the back, maybe thirty-eight. Yeah. Um. In the, I also, well, in the winter, basically, what I'll do is I'll start dropping pressure till the sidewall just, you know, blows just just over what it was before. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I see the sidewall just start to like, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. I just want that little bit of extra flex on the tire. Um, and that tends to really help out in the winter, especially if you're someone, you know, if you live somewhere or in town where it snows a lot, especially if you're getting up and you got to get to work before the plows get out there and you're actually driving on snow. Yeah. Extra contact patch helps out a lot. <clears throat> well, yeah. In, uh, in regards to that too, look at, I mean, there's sandbags for the back of your truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially like me, long bed truck. Um, I'll be honest with you. My, my truck last winter was probably the worst driving winter truck I've ever owned. Well, especially those factory tires. Those Oof. tires are so shit. Yeah. I, that, Transforce, whatever the hell those are. They're, yeah. they're, they're junk. They're, I I just turned 30,000 miles in my truck. And they're toast. They're completely toast. I was Like shocked. front and back. Like yeah. I didn't even, I haven't even rotated them. Like why? I They're mm-hmm. just, they're, yeah. So tires yeah. <laughs> make sure you got good tires uh or at least i mean like especially long bed guys throw some weight in the back of the truck grab some sandbags they're cheap mm-hmm. grab you know five six of them whatever maybe even more um that it, weight helps helps you get traction i mean it when you when you especially long bed trucks you got nothing back there basically yeah um you know unless you're just driving around on four-wheel drive all the way oh you know everywhere um which you know like last year, I pretty much did, uh, just because that truck was it was a freaking lead sled, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I that, I, like I said, that was the worst driving winter truck I've ever owned. 
And that brings and I'm excited me, for this one. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings me to <sighs> the next one. Uh, if you know, now is the time. Obviously, by the time this comes out, it's going to be probably late October, maybe early November. Um, you should have had your truck in four wheel drive at least once already. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bef- before the snow hits, before it gets really cold, make sure your four wheel drive. Make sure your four wheel drive works because you don't want to find out that you have a blown hub. Yeah, well, especially too, like second gen guys <clears throat> have a vacuum assisted uh, or the the vacuum actuated front mm-hmm. differential. Uh, make sure that shit's working, man. Yeah, um, you know it's a it's a relatively reliable system, but there's still problems with it when you when you're whenever you're dealing with vacuum lines uh, and an actuator, um, especially if you don't use it, uh, you know, use it a lot. It's a diaphragm in there that mm-hmm. that that you know, needs that vacuum to be able to pull and engage that four wheel drive. Uh, just make sure it's functioning. I mean, that's a, there's nothing worse than uh, putting it in four wheel drive and then not getting four wheel drive when you need it. Yeah. Uh, which by the way, there's been times I cannot freaking stand the guy that is too proud to put it in four wheel drive when it is icy. You are a dick. Okay. Yeah. You're an asshole because <laughs> Uh, well, you are, yeah. Because you're sitting there spinning your freaking tires at a stoplight, and then oh, guess what? You're the only one who makes it through the freaking stoplight because you're the dick that decided not to put it in four wheel drive just because you have a big truck and you think you can just make it. Like, yeah. don't be a dick. Put it in four wheel drive. Traction's fun. Traction's cool. Yes, yeah. there's times where two wheel drive is fun. And you can drift around and have fun. Basically, only in parking lots. But if I'm behind you and I see you just sitting there spinning. And you're not doing shit. Like I'm gonna honk my shit at you, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pissed because it's like, I oh, end of a long day. I'm trying to get home. Yeah. Like I'm trying to freaking get home. Yeah. And I don't want to be behind you the whole time, just spinning your two wheel drive bullshit because you think you're just cool, too cool for four wheel drive. I never I never understood that. Like I think I think having traction in wintertime in snow is that's a flex is better than not having any. Like there, there's no there's again. Go to a parking lot. If you want to go roll around in two-wheel drive and have fun, go to a parking lot and spin donuts all day long or mm-hmm. all night long, whatever you want to do. I don't care. But when you're in traffic, don't be a dick. Yeah. Throw it in four-wheel drive. Like, come on. You should be. You know, 100%. And- I'd throw my truck probably in four-wheel drive, probably like I like driving to work and stuff. Like, I'll probably throw it in four-wheel drive maybe two or three times Yeah. Um, just when I know I need it because I'm watching everybody else and I'm watching the road. And I, I, I don't want to be that asshole that's just not going anywhere. And that leads us into another good, which is give yourself extra time. Yes. Okay? Wintertime, <laughs> things just take longer. That's the way it's going to be, yeah. especially those first couple of snows. You know, if Even in Spokane, it snows every year. It, the first couple of snows, the plows always take longer to get out. And people act like they've never seen snow before. Yeah, or they're like, oh, I didn't think I need my snow tires yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. You should already have snow tires on. Like, it's not illegal. Yeah. You should do it. Uh, but that, that's one of the things I never understood. Like, it's... What's the best way to put it? When I was still on the sales calls, it was always, it always cracks me up or cracked me up when I would hear from... Actually, I'll, so I, I am. Uh, if you're in Texas, you you may have heard of. Uh, wow, I'm a blank on his Centex uh, Diesel, Central Texas Diesel, New Braunfels. Uh, Logan is the owner, and uh, I met him way back in 2015 uh, at ATS, and we've been friends ever since. Um, 
you know, they do buy a decent amount of parts from us. I send people his way. Like if you're ever looking for someone in Texas, he's, you know, if you're in New Braunfels, that's him. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's always funny when you see a place that shuts down or a whole place, you know, yeah. we'll get a notice like, Hey, someone in Texas is like, uh, yeah, we can't warehouse can't ship out right now. And you look at the weather and they literally got like an inch of snow yeah, yeah. and it's like 38 degrees. <clears throat> yeah. And it's like, I'm thinking to myself, like, and my wife, you know, she's a school teacher. It's like, our kids still went outside for recess. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is... <laughs> yeah. You know, if if there's a foot of snow on the ground, and I show up, like, I don't know, 10 minutes late, it's kind of like, what's wrong with you? Right. Like, it, it snows every year. Yeah. You've got a big truck. It's four-wheel drive. you got big tires. Why the hell couldn't you... Like, unless you have an actual reason. Like, there's no reason to be late in winter. There are extenuating circumstances. Like I will, I will say, Iraq. Like there, there yeah. have been times where I've left legitimately. Like I know it's like it's it's big fat flakes coming down the night before and it's supposed to snow all night. Yeah. I'm expecting like two feet, and in town. Yeah, like, I know two feet doesn't sound like I'm like two feet in town. It's mayhem. Oh yeah, and I will lanes disappear. Is only yeah, yeah. It's you know, and I know I have to be at work. Let's say by nine, I'll be like leaving my driveway like seven thirty. Yeah. And there have been times where I've gotten here like five minutes late. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. I have, I know a lot of people don't, not here don't know Spokane, but like, I've gone from, I live up by Nine Mile. I've yeah. gone all the way down. Well, he's basically traversing the entire town of Spokane. He like, he's on, yeah. he's on like the full west side of Spokane. I mean, the most, the, as far northeast as you can get without being in Spokane. If northwest. You, northwest, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If you drive two more minutes north of my house, different county. Yeah. 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 So he's like way on the far. So he has to go all the way through town essentially to get to where like where we're located is right on like Spokane, Spokane Valley line. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, he has to go all the way through town. I I am like just north. Uh, Like I basically have a straight south path all the way. And I have highway that goes basically Mm -hmm. the half of it the whole entire time, which is nice. And then I kind of take like a back road basically (laughs) all the way into work. I've had Uh, to drive almost almost to the airport in airway heights down you know past geiger up onto the south hill down again and squiggle through downtown to get into work that was one of the ones that took me almost two hours to get here yeah that that's yeah and that was because there was like there's things called arterial streets which were like the artery streets those get plowed first those get plowed the most yep you know if you're trying to get somewhere you need to be on those streets and uh there was just like Every artery was absolutely trashed. Yeah. So I'm plowing through like, you know, any side street I can find. There's a foot of so still. Yeah. You know, people are trying to shovel themselves out of driveways, and I'm smashing by the excursion. Yeah, yeah. And it's. I'll be honest. It's kind of fun. A little wild west I, action. But. Yeah. I, I like blazing through. Challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, give yourself extra time. Uh, you'll thank yourself later. Um, let's see here. Uh, check your hubs. I think we nailed pretty much everything except the last part. Oh, what to keep in the truck? Oh, dude, gloves. Good oh, gloves. gloves. Maybe a shovel. Uh, one of those foldable shovels. A toe strap. Um, uh, hats. Like I got, I got two like beanies in my in my rig right now that I just keep in my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, tools. Uh, lights. A flashlight. Um beer <laughs> a flask uh, yeah. you know like uh, uh the very very short version of what i have um i have a strap i have two soft shackles i have gloves i have a headlamp um 
I've got some granola bars that are probably expired now, but yeah. if I had to eat them, I'll still eat them. I don't care. Yeah. Um, gloves, gloves, yeah. gloves, gloves. Gloves are huge. I'm talking like three pairs of gloves. Yeah. Um, one of them, like, I don't call me a girl. I don't care. When I get in, in the excursion, it's got really in the mornings, fragile hands. You know, sometimes my, you know, the string wheel is absolutely frigid. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, so, well, you gotta drive. Seven three heater probably doesn't heat up. It's true. If you drive yeah. a seven three, you know, like in the winter, like unless you're on the freeway, your heater ain't coming on. Like it's just, it just, it's not generating enough heat yet. Yeah. I even have a two and three degree, two and three degree thermostat on there, and it helps, but still, like I'm not getting heat almost till I get the freeway. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie, and I don't have seat warmers. Yeah. I, I wish I did, but I don't. But I have gloves that I wear while I drive if I need to. Um, I have, uh, gloves to wear just being outside. Let's say, you know, you get stopped and you have to go outside and do something. You don't necessarily have to wear work gloves, yeah. but you just need something to cover your hands with. Yeah. So I have a pair of those and I have a pair I, of dead I got a question. Gloves. Yeah. What's better gloves or mittens? Cause I've heard, I've heard, I've heard arguments uh-huh. for mittens because you've got your fingers together mm-hmm. and it's like a big, like heat trap instead of having individual fingers. Mm-hmm together you know individually there so what's better i mean obviously gloves are better for like doing dexterity. doing things yeah, so if you take the yeah. dexterity out of it if you're talking for just warmth mittens mittens yeah yeah um yeah. actually the set of those the the gloves that i have as far as like just to have my hands not be frigid um i have a, they're i don't even know what they're called i guess they'd be convertible but so they're I got like a the, set of car hearts dude they're, they're badass they're gloves and the thumbs are always covered um but then the, they have a cap that you put on or off for, and your fingers are individually wrapped. Yeah. So you can still use your fingers if you need to. But are the fingers completely covered, or are they bare when you flip that up? When you flip them up, the tips are open. See, that's a little. That's you're asking for danger. <laughs> that's danger. That's perfect. That's danger. I get. I can flip the cap over and have a mitten action. I know, but it's still like not the same. If you're like working in the cold, now your hands are all freezing. Well, I you throw your little cap on. I prefer work gloves for that. Okay. Yeah, like I, like I have three pairs of gloves, and like I just said, I, <laughs> I have a pair of gloves to keep my hands warm for just the sake of being warm. And literally, they stay in the truck; like yeah. they they don't go anywhere. Um, but aside from that, as far as keeping in the truck, uh, a blanket—it's not necessarily to keep yourself warm, but a blanket that you can put on the ground if you get underneath your truck. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I carry a jumpsuit. Um, oh damn, you're like legit. Well, you got a lot, a lot of room in that excursion. I do, and I also I I drive a twenty year old truck. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um, with two kids, like I, if, if there's something yeah, and I, I've said this before and I'll say it again, but for, for where I am in life, being a father and a husband and driving a 20 year old vehicle, if there, if we break something while we're driving and I actually have the means to fix it, but I can't because I didn't have something to be prepared. I, it makes, I feel like I've done a disservice to my family. You know, like I, yeah. I feel like I've. Like if a, you know, if we're driving home and I, I throw a serpentine belt and I didn't have a serpentine belt with me, like that's like, it's low hanging fruit, you know? My wife just ordered, I think, Uber. <laughs> Tyler's <laughs> ring alert went off on his phone and he's like, what's going on? What did on she there? just get? I bet, I hope she got me something. She gets poodle? I don't know. I want something. I'm going to see what kind of, what, what the bag. Right now I'm a total asshole because I got my trailer parked right in front of my house. Yeah. Because I'm just leaving. I which I invited you this weekend. I can't go. Figured. I figured, yeah. yeah. And I didn't mean not I to asked, invite though. you. It wasn't my boys' weekend, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. I just I didn't want I didn't want you to feel bad. I actually felt bad after I invited Ben. I was like, fuck, I didn't invite Corey, but um but yeah. 
No, I'm putting the shackles on the truck anyway this weekend. Yeah. But yeah, having that kind of stuff in your vehicle is very important. Um, the other thing here too is uh, for your, your wife's vehicle. Um, don't forget about hers either. The the main thing, like for my wife, I know that my wife isn't going to be out there hooking up a strap. Okay. Yeah. I know she's not doing that, but I put myself in the situation where I'm 20, 30 miles away out of cell service or she's out of cell service and she slid off the road and she's like trying to find someone to help her. I want her to know that if someone is like, and she just needs to get yanked off the road. Yeah. If someone stops, she has everything she needs for someone to pull her out. Yeah. I, and in her, and she literally has a bag that's labeled straps slash recovery. Yeah. And so like I've told her like, if someone stops to pull you out and you're stuck somewhere, you tell them, you know, you have the bag with you. Show them like, my husband has everything I need in here. Like, I just need someone to give me a tug. Yeah. That's it. And, they, and when they open it up, there's an ARB tree strap in there, which is about 15 feet long. It's a toe strap, two soft shackles. So basically, you can hook up to anything on the escape or the other vehicle. Yeah. Gloves, a headlamp with batteries. There's a knife in there. There's, so hopefully it doesn't kill my wife, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to cut something. You need a tug? Well, me too. I need a tug. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, you're dead. Tug for a tug. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's not how it goes, but uh, you know, hey, <laughs> rules of the road, as they say. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's the idea. Like, I, I want her to be able to, like, if, if someone's to stop yeah. and help her, like, oh, I don't have a toe strap. Like, I've got yeah. everything. Just, well, your wife's got kind of a little bit of a drive, right? Because she's, yeah. yeah, so like, my wife, she's like in town. Mm-hmm. So if something happens to her, she just calls me. <laughs> like she, I'm like, hey, well, I'll be there. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, other part of that too is uh, make sure that you have appropriate uh, cords or chargers for your cell phone because yeah. that is your lifeline. Yeah. Um, it never hurts to buy a couple of those uh, cheap battery cells. Um, you don't necessarily have to buy like a hundred dollar one that's able to charge your phone four times, but something that's yeah. able to basically get you from like zero to like fifteen percent, if that, yeah. Just Give you like a little bit of power to make a phone call. Yeah, assume you slid off the road and your car won't start, and the, and the you know you can't even get accessories out of it, and you yeah. just like and your phone's dead. It's like yeah. it's it's always going to happen in the worst case scenario. Do you know what I want to buy this year? I'm going to buy. I want to buy a whole pack of them. I freaking and I, I just enjoy playing with these like for, to start fires, but flares, road flares. Oh, oh hell yeah! I will light a flare. I'll just sit there with like a box of them and I'll just light them off. Yeah. Next one. And then you just got like 10 road flares sitting there. 10 road flares. Like what up? 30 minutes. What up? I I, I love lighting them off. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just that sound. It's super satisfying. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's way better than like lighting matches, like Uh the stick matches, the firm ones. Yeah. I'll light a whole pack of those off just for fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fun. I'm, I'm a freaking four year old. Light show on fire is fun. Okay, lastly, and it's the low yeah, hanging fruit that we're gonna pee already. Yeah, fuel additive. Worried about gelling and stuff like that. There's two things you do to help with gelling. One, um, and it's honestly it, it costs almost. I can't no, hold it. I can't okay, hold it. you talk to Corey about gelling. Well, no. When you go to when you go pee, me and Corey talk about. We music. do music. Like jelly. Yeah. Oh gosh, music review. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I sent a video to Corey today. Yes, and uh, if you've never heard of it, it's called uh, "Emo's Not Dead," right. and it's uh, Matt something. Can't remember his last name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, he does this thing where he like he basically turns goes from a normal person, and all of a sudden he snaps into like the skinny black sweatshirt with the black <laughs> hair and the eyeliner, and starts singing, you know, early two thousands post hardcore emo songs. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And today he like it fully fished me and got me. 
And I sent it to both you and Ash because it had dirt bikes and emo in it. Is Ash like emo guy too? Uh, he's aware of it, but I sent it mostly oh, okay. to him because he, he he's probably dirt heard that song before, oh, okay. but it included dirt bikes. And so I was pretty sure he'd be like, oh, dude, that's Blake and Blake's compound. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's actually this right in the bike or something like that. Um, but this one is, uh, <laughs> it was Chiodos. And they actually had Craig Owens in the video riding yeah. a dirt bike. Yeah. And it's freaking awesome. Totally yeah. worth it. That was a that was a good one. I was like, did he like send me like the wrong video? <laughs> Why is he saying payoff worked? Yeah. Payoff worked. And the videos always start because he's usually talking to his wife or something like that. And a turn of phrase or something is said that's a a lyric from like Taken Back Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Or or what else? Or like a uh, uh probably under oath um, under oath yeah. or the used yeah, yeah or something like that or my chemical romance MCR, or something like that yeah. and uh and then when she looks back at him he's instantly in like black hair and eyeliner and singing stuff at the top of his lungs and he, he basically makes his own music video of him reenacting the entire song and yeah, yeah it's, it's just good it's good he's mine now yeah <laughs> <laughs> freaking love chiodos yeah. <sighs> okay back to fuel jelly um, By the way, if you guys like the uh, random music interludes <laughs> that me and Corey have, let us know. Because I feel like some, I feel like there's like a very narrow audience that actually hits that. Because I know we have yeah, a lot of guys that are older than us that listen that listen to the podcast, and they're like, "The fuck cares?" Yeah, and we have a whole bunch of guys that are like way younger. They're like, "What is MySpace?" <laughs> and, right. And then there's like this like age of like I don't know, thirty four to thirty nine year olds ish. Yeah. That are that here, right? They're like, oh my god, Chiodos, I haven't heard that word in like 15 years. <laughs> the use? The use? <laughs> Bert McCracken? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You psychos. Yeah. So, Jelling, <laughs> there, there's probably the single best thing you can do that actually <clears throat> doesn't net cost you any extra money for gelling. It's going to sound crazy, right? Keep your tank full. Yeah. That's probably the single. No extra money, no extra whatever. Well, let's get real, real about gelling here. Most mm-hmm. of the most of the country that experiences winter, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. There are, again, like we mentioned in the beginning of this, there's are there are areas of <clears throat> the country like I I'm gonna bring up Montana because I know Montana gets cold as shit. Yeah, North Dakota, North Dakota, the um, like northern Michigan or like Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, they get really damn cold. Can they experience gelling? Yes, but it's very few and far between. The diesel fuel that you get at the pump is actually rated to a relatively low temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I've lived in this area my entire life. I have never experienced any gelling, mm-hmm. like at all. It's not a problem. Um, but oh, what did I get for Uber? Did I get anything? She just said yes. <sighs> Sucks. I probably didn't get anything. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> you're about to see another delivery come through. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, I forgot my tire. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there. You know, there's additives that you could get. Are we doing our additive for winter again? No. Uh, so it, back in the day, we had an F bomb ice, F bomb, and Hellfire. Uh, and what we found was that really the standard F bomb did it. It has enough <laughs> to really keep anything from 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 gelling up. Yeah. Um. So that that's pretty much what we go with now. I recommend that. But what we're saying is the only time you would ever really experience any kind of anti gel or I'm sorry, experiencing gelling is let's say you bought fuel in Arizona in 
September, August. Because yeah. obviously Arizona is not going to have winter diesel fuel. Right. So let's say, shit, let's say you, you, you bought like 100 gallons of fuel <sighs> and somehow made it all the way to North Dakota and it was damn cold in North Dakota. Then you might experience some gelling. <coughs> yeah. But basically anywhere that actually has freezing temperatures, the fuels are already pre-treated. And you may notice this because in the wintertime, if you don't change your driving habits, you seem to get worse fuel mileage. Yeah. Even though it's colder, you should be getting, you know, your engine should be performing better because it's colder, right? You know, boost weather, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. But you're not. And <coughs> if you take away the fact that you're usually idling more because you're warming up the car often, more often, but it's the, the extra additive they put in there that from the pump that is, you know, getting you a little worse mileage in there. Um, oh, we got to see this. Sans just sent us something. Oh, God. So Sans sent all the sales techs and all of us a, a message. So How do I look at it big? Sans the Duramax man. How do I look at it big? Is someone's car on fire in the parking lot or something? Well, I have the smallest little video. I Sans, your video is small as shit. How do you make that? We're picture? trying here. Hold on. Let me see. If I, let me oh, I got to download mind. it probably. Why? Why is it so small? I can't even okay, see here. it. So I'm gonna try this here. It says, "Only in Spokane are you going to find a 30 foot freaking pinwheel being towed by an 80 Toyota." Whoa! <laughs> so that goes that to our Christmas towing wheel. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Half tons? No, you need a quarter ton truck. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Oof. Okay. Well, how'd you make that big? I'm not sure. I, I, <laughs> I, I clicked it in the right spot, I guess. Just press it a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh, there, there it goes. Yeah. yeah. So as far as like gelling, it's if you manage to get untreated winter fuel in a winter area. Um, but the the best argument as far as like keeping your tank topped off is if you were to take a you know, a pint glass of water and then a five gallon bucket of water yeah. and put it outside. Which one do you think is going to freeze faster? So you carry the when it's two. cold, obviously. When it's cold. Yeah. Carry the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Town, decimal point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the pint glass. Yes. Because <laughs> there's just, there's less water to freeze. Yeah. So by that, tra- you know, that yeah, school keep of it full, thought, baby. if your tank is full, it's going to take longer for it to freeze or longer for it to gel. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, what about the fuel in the lines? Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. It's going to freeze. And you're, you're pretty much screwed. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but as far as like preventing that kind of stuff, you're going to cycle through that fuel pretty quick anyways. Your lift pump yeah. should be doing its job. But other ways to get around that. So if you have, let's say, a fast lift pump, fast makes their own uh, heating element to go on there. Yeah. If you have an air dog, uh, I think AirDog makes their own heating element. It goes on the filter. On the filter as well. Right. And then uh, BD so, yeah. also makes a universal. On the filter one. It goes on the filter as well. Or just start a fire underneath your truck. True. <laughs> um, this Don't also do where, that. This is also where a block heater helps. <laughs> yes. If you, you start keeping the engine a little bit warmer, less of a chance for fuel to freeze yeah. or gel up, you can have a good time. Yeah. Um, so, And the other way to do that is, of course, the sponsor for – one of the biggest sponsors for the podcast, F-Bomb Fuel Additive. Uh, we sell them. I can't remember what price they're right now, but it's one ounce per 32 gallons. Yeah. Maybe if you live in the absolutely just ass cold 
two ounces per 32 gallons. You can't overdose on it. You can literally run your truck on it if you really want to. It costs yeah. a lot, but you can. Yeah. And that will get you covered. Yeah. But at the end of the day, folks, just make sure, like, the single best thing you do is make sure you're – I wouldn't say, like, if you have three-quarter of a tank, go top it off. But, like, if you're sitting there and it's like – Well, I think that's a good advice to always have is, is don't be riding around in the wintertime with a quarter tank and just filling it, you know, mm-hmm. little by little. Like, oh, try to do the whole half tank method, fill it up once, mm-hmm. and then fill it every time you get down to a half a tank There's and the, keep it full. The other side of that, too, and this is also just maybe – because if you are stuck on the side of the road, you need to you sit there with your heater fuel. on. Yeah, you you have enough fuel to do that. I look at it as, and uh, not to sound like a a super pessimistic, the world is always going to end, everything like that. But let's say the power goes out and I don't have any heat in my house. Yeah. Or like my excursion is our home now for that time being. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like sure. if if for some reason if if it's twelve degrees outside, we don't have a heater. The first place we're all going to go is my excursion. Oh yeah. And we're going to sit there, you know, we're going to either drive around and put on high idle. And, you know, I, I've, I've got like an almost one-year-old baby. Like I got to keep her warm. Like I, I feel This under- is another uh, reason why you need uh, a camper. I know. Because it's like a second home right it in is. front of your house. That's That makes me happy knowing that I would have that at one point. Right. Yeah. But that that's that's the kind of like mentality I try and have with that is, is uh, if things go downhill, like if, if let's say – a you know a power line takes out you know a tree takes out a power line in my neighborhood and everybody's down for like days or something like that yeah. i know that i have a source of heat i know that sure. especially like in the winter um i always make sure that i always have an extra tank of propane yeah that way you know even if things are going downhill i can still get things hot i can still boil water i can still make food do stuff yeah. like that yeah uh, those are the kind of things that i think about going into winter and all other kind of shit um, and then the other thing as far as like keeping in a truck that I think we, I can't remember if we mentioned or not. Um, I always try to make sure that I have a proper, you know, snow jacket in the vehicle. Yeah. Um, even to the point, it doesn't necessarily, it, and it's something that needs to always stay in there. And I usually fold it up real nice and tight and like put it in a Ziploc bag and just kind of stash it in a bag in the back. Yeah. Um, but like, I honestly, I use one of my old snowboard jackets. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something I wouldn't be caught dead on snowboarding nowadays, but uh, or snowboarding in nowadays, but like it's waterproof. It's got a bunch of pockets, it's got a big hood on it, yeah. you know, and it goes past my ass. It's like, that's a good jacket to keep in the truck. Yeah. So 100%. keep that in mind when you're, you know, kind of getting your kid all figured out. Yeah. Um, if you want to see a video of, of, you know, what Tyler has in his truck, what I have in our truck, let us know. I'll make something happen. You know, <laughs> if you want to see what, a video of what I have in my excursion, because <laughs> Tyler doesn't have anything. <laughs> no, I have stuff. You open Tyler's emergency kit, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> a dildo and a bottle of jack. Whoa, <laughs> dildo. Hello. That's what console the hell? shifter. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's for my shifter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's not in the bag. That is out. Tell you what, this gun has gotten me in and out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you point it at someone and say, yeah. no, you do yeah. not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, well, I mean, real talk, if, if someone came at you, and you have a bottle of Jack and a dildo in your hand, you start pulling that dildo yeah. at him like, <laughs> aggressively, like, hey, man, you back up. And you got that bottle in the other hand, like. As I'm taking my shirt off. Yeah, like, that, I can't. There's a lot of people that would just be like, you know what? I it's ain't, not worth it. I ain't signed up for this. That you know, dude hey, is hey. on a whole other level. Yeah. That's on yeah. a, uh, a level that I don't want to be on right now. And, uh, and that, my friends, no. is how you win every single fight <laughs> you've ever encountered. <laughs> 
If you like this kind of content, make sure and like and subscribe. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. That being said, folks, speaking of that, it's dark out. Tyra's got his food now, so he's got to get out of here. I don't. I don't. Did your wife get you food? I don't know. Should I ask her? Yeah. We're going to wait and find out until Tyra finds out what he got for dinner. Because we know for a fact that Uber Eats came. And we know for a fact that How she has How do I phrase food. that? She just said yes. Do I say, is there, what do I say? Like, I hope it's tacos. Is there. So today's Wednesday. Is, is there. Wings Wednesday. Say, oh, is it Wings Wednesday? Is there extra in the fridge? <laughs> in the. You're not going to get. See, that's a no. yes answer. There's not going to be extra though. You, you can't give her. You can't give her a question where she can say yes or no. Is it Uber for one or two? No. Should I say that? Just say, oh dang, Wing Wednesday, I'm down. Should I just say I'm excited? I'm excited for Wings. It's Wednesday, yay! Because you need to. You need to either. I'm have just gonna her... say I'm excited. See <laughs> <laughs> what she says. She probably didn't give me shit. It's probably going to. Just she didn't. She didn't. I really hope out. that all of a sudden, in like 20 minutes, you see another Uber pull up <laughs> for more food. <laughs> I don't have battery power. I got 5%. I'm excited. Is she typing? She's no. probably eating. She's probably eating right now. <laughs> Damn it. She's like, ha ha, Tai Tai, I ain't got no food. <laughs> she do that to me, you think? I don't think she'd do that to you. Um, what? Oh, <laughs> she didn't give me shit. She says, LOL, um, what do you think I got? <laughs> Wings. It's Wednesday. No, we don't, we never order falafels. Actually, no. Is, well, what, what do you want? Because if you tell her what you want, tacos, and she didn't get you anything, she might order it for you. Well, tacos, tacos. <laughs> 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 she didn't give me nothing. That's that's rude. <laughs> she didn't give me nothing. See, hey, this is why you listen to our podcast. Pizza, huh? pizza. Tacos? Burritos? At this point, just like put anything Ch- you can think of. Chimichangas? I bet yeah, she's typing. I bet you she got uh she's been talking about ordering pho. Oh, like soup. Pho. I bet you she got Ooh. let's see, she's typing right now. Oh, pho. Do you remember the first time you had pho, Corey? Yeah, the Southern California. No, she Me oh too. she did she got it. She went uh, like one of those Uber grocery store runs. She got coffee. She probably didn't even get any food. She got gummy savers and some pizza bites. <laughs> Is she 12? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, <laughs> yeah. She got candy and pizza bites? And coffee. And coffee. Son of a bitch. She's 16. <laughs> no, I'm not a pedophile. I know. <laughs> yeah, she's actually six years older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, yep. uh, uh, for the worst relationship advice, make sure and uh, follow us because we will tell you exactly how to not. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're probably killing it. I should have talked shit to that Uber guy when we were on the podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, what you got? <laughs> what you got in there? Your coffee? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. No, go back. Yeah. <laughs> go back. Come back with something good. I said mixed gummy savers. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Better be the tropical ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys on the next one. Prestige Worldwide. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.